and we're live. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini. I'm your host for the show. At Daily Confidence, we share strategies and actionable advice that you could use while running your business to boost your confidence on a daily basis. Today, I have an amazing guest. My uh, guest is Christine Shlonsky. Welcome, Christine. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Mustafa. Great to have you with us. So, um, I'm going to do the intro and uh, I'm going to properly introduce uh, uh, Christine and then we're going to dive into a very interesting topic, which is how to sell with ease, grace and confidence while being authentic. And uh, I know a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners have an issue with selling. They don't like to sell. They don't like to be seen as salesy or they don't like to be perceived as salesy. So we're going to talk about how to sell um uh through her program and what she does is uh, it's called heart cells correct christine yeah heart cells right. yes absolutely so we're going to dive more into that so proper introduction uh let me pull up my introduction christine shlonsky is a multi-talented leader in the field of sales mindset motivation and strategies she is the founder of heart cells academy creator of heart cells members community and host of the heart cells podcast she works with hearts and heart-centered ambitious entrepreneurs who love what they do but do not feel comfortable selling their services and podcast she shows them how to sell with ease grace and confidence while being authentic and feeling great while doing it welcome christine well, thank you so so much and so you are in europe correct yes in germany <laughs> oh nice what time is it over there right now it's 10 30. all right almost bedtime <laughs> almost bedtime yeah <laughs> all right so christine uh without further ado what is your story well it's probably a story that many people share um maybe especially women like be a good girl go to school get good grades and then you can study something and then you can get a good job and then at a later point you can start to enjoy life and I followed that path and I found out that it was not that fulfilling so I was I was looking for different ways to change that and one was like I really wanted to move to Berlin and the way I did it was I applied in companies that I, I thought I'm going to be happy working at and some didn't have a job offer and then one day somebody called me back and said well i have an offer for you but it's in sales and i was like no way i would never ever sell something to someone um i had like all the fears that i now help people to overcome and the person was a really good salesperson and was the number one company that i wanted to work in so i said yes and i learned how to sell and when I later combined it with coaching, um, I could really understand the human side and the sales side. And by putting that together, by connecting your heart with your heart, um, basically heart sales was born without me knowing that it was already born. But it really helped um, with my sales numbers. And yeah, I basically had a very successful career in corporate. 
um, selling millions for the company, becoming the sales director myself at a later point in the company. And then I was looking for freedom or for more freedom and choice. And the only path that I saw was becoming an entrepreneur. And yeah, so I left my six-figure job and decided to be my own boss. And today I help coaches, healers, creatives, consultants, experts, authors to really start loving sales. Do it authentically without the slime and sleaze and really have a good time having fun conversations instead of sales conversations and convert happy customers. I like the fact that you, you said loving sales because a lot of people hate to sell. So yeah. we'll get to that. So what was it for you? What was the process like for you when you went from fear to liking and eventually loving what you do? Yeah, that was a very interesting process. So the fear I basically overcame because my desire to move to Berlin, to work there was so big that I thought, well, I'm just going to do what they tell me. Um, and if they say that's going to work out, then I, I want to believe this. And it did work out. But the better I became, like the more often I took the phone and I cold called someone, the easier it became, but it was never to the point where I felt really, really confident and really, really amazing. It was only when I started to um, look for more fulfillment and I became a coach where I was able to combine um, the human or more human side to the hard selling and to really be more natural in the conversations. And then it became easier because I found out that at the other end of that phone line, there was a human. <laughs> so I could just be me. Either they liked me or they didn't. Um, but I had so much better conversations. Hmm. Why do you think people hate to sell? I think there is like this idea implemented in us that you have to be manipulative, that you have to be pushy, that you have to tell people where to sign up, right? And there are all these movies that help with the idea that selling is not a great thing to do at the end of the day. Like if you look at Wolf of Wall Street or Boiler Room or Glen Gary, Glen Ross, like those typical sales movies, when heart-centered people who want to do something good, when they watch that stuff, they, they feel awful. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, totally. And then we have all made a bad experience in our life. At some point, we have been sold to and it didn't feel good. Maybe we regretted that we bought something. Maybe we wanted to get our money back and it didn't work. And depending on how important that decision was, um, what kind of impact that made, um, we could have been in a situation that was really, really uncomfortable or even threatening. Very interesting. Can I share my two cents on that? Yes, please. <laughs> I think people hate to sell because we're all salespeople. Not, we're not selling for dollars, but we're all in the business of persuasion and convincing each other to do things, whether we're convincing to someone to go on a date or to marry or to, you know, tag along and go do something fun together. I think that's part of why people hate to sell because they're all salespeople. And here's my, my philosophy on that. 
the more the people that hate sales the most are the biggest salespeople. Okay, I, I, I not necessarily for the exchanging dollars and cents, but they're the yeah. biggest persuaders and they want everything their way. That's probably why they hate either selling or they hate being sold to. That's, that's yeah. what I understand from psychology. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's so interesting. As soon as we take the dollar amount away, people have lesser of a challenge. Yeah. But as soon as you put a, a price tag on it, then it becomes weird somehow, like the energy changes. So absolutely. The energy is like, well, let's do an exchange for money. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's below me or that's above me or I don't like to do that, which is interesting. Let me ask you a fundamental question. What is sales and why do we need it? Well, I believe that sales is love. And I believe that every person has a very special gift. They, they, if they are an entrepreneur, they want to bring something into the world. Or if they are an employee, they have hopefully a job they enjoy where they want to have a meaning and where they want to have some kind of impact in the world. So, you know, the, the fun thing is you just, you talked about dating and, and marriage and, you know, that's a sale too, basically. But the, the only thing you can divide that grows is love. The more we can share our gifts with the world and with the world, with other people, because they will buy from us, the mm -hmm. more we can make. And the more love we will share. So at the end of the day, when we look at sales, sales is basically love. And um, I think everybody can learn how to sell while feeling amazing doing so and being authentic. Absolutely. I love that. Love that. Now, what is, what am I trying to ask here? What is the relationship between sales and business? Another fundamental question. Oh. I think a lot of, here's why I ask that question. Um, a lot of people that want to start a business don't think about the sales aspect. What is your definition or the relationship between sales and business? Well, business is sales. So if you if you don't sell, you don't have a business, you have a hobby. It's, it's pretty simple. Like sales is the lifeblood of a business. Sales is your backbone of the business. Sales is a vehicle where you have impact. Because we also know that if we give all our things away for free, people will not value it. So if I would, you know, just say I would do a workshop for free, well, people probably would show up because they're curious, but they would probably not implement in a way as they would when they paid to enter that space. So sales is everything. If you know how to sell, you will be always in a good position because if something goes wrong, people always need good salespeople. If you're a good salesperson, you probably have ideas that how you can implement for yourself and be your own boss. So sales is the most important skill to master. Everything else comes after. Absolutely. I think some people start a business and they go, and after a while they realize they need to sell. They're like, uh-oh, well, <laughs> I, yes, I don't like to do that. And that's, that's yeah. part of why a lot of businesses fail. Because the business owner or the entrepreneurs don't like to sell or don't know how to sell or they're not good salespeople. Yeah. And then uh, they don't make it, I guess. 
Well, no, they don't, unfortunately. And that's so sad. Like when you think about it, like the excitement you start your own entrepreneurial journey with, the idea you have, the gift you want to give, the freedom you want to gain, the possibilities you want to have for your family, for yourself, for your clients. Um, yeah, it goes all into probably frustration and anger and sadness because you did not master that skill. And I, I actually have seen that over and over again, and my clients do suffer from it. And they are one step further, they recognize they can't sell or they don't like to sell, and they understand they need to change this. But it's so, so important. And it's so sad to see people, you know, going back to a job they hate, um, wasting their precious lifetime. Absolutely. What are some of the myths around sales? What are some thoughts or ideas people have around sales that are actually not true? Well, most people think that selling is kind of something bad, something you have to do to a person. Like if you can't be pushy or if you cannot, you know, execute on techniques to make a sale, then you're not you're not selling. And I I don't believe it's true. Like I I realized the more I became me in the process, the more authentic I was, the more I enjoyed the process, the, the better I became, the more money I made. And that led to having choice, having freedom at the end of the day. So I, I think it's a myth to, um, to, to see sales as something unethical. I think if you have a gift and if you want to be an entrepreneur or a small business owner, coach, whatever, you just put your thing in there, you have the obligation to learn how to sell because that's the way how you will serve at the end of the day. Absolutely. I think it, it becomes unethical if you start practicing unethical behavior and unethical ways to sell. But if you're selling something good if you are selling uh, something that people actually need there is uh nothing wrong with that i mean somebody has a need for what i offer they're willing to pay for it and we have an exchange for the services that i offer for money or for however else we do it and what's wrong with that it's just an exchange there right yeah yeah but you know often people forget that because that the emotion of you know not feeling good when selling is um pretty big so they don't they don't even even go there and i see a lot of people that totally undercharge and over deliver which is not healthy either because at the end of the day they end up frustrated because the client will will take right the client paid it's an energy exchange so they will ask to get their promised thing delivered and then you give and give and give, and you feel like I'm not well compensated. They just take and take and take, and you start getting frustrated with your client who just took you up on the offer. So if you do an offer in a way that's aligned, that you really want to make, and it's, it's a price point you would love to have, and it obviously shows the value, then you definitely need to hire, um, you know, raise your prices. You got it. What is what is the best way to find my way of selling? So to, talking about the authentic and authenticity when it comes to sales, like you talked about the moment you became yourself 
and you started being yourself, it was a lot easier and it, it, it worked a lot. What is the best way to approach that and find that? That's such a great question. I've never been asked that. So I think like really understanding who you are. So I'm going to give you an example. When I started cold calling, I sold a high ticket and high ticket. I mean, one of the objections was I can get like a really good higher end middle class car or like a lower and high class car for that price. Right. So what do you offer for a weekend? Right. So come to the event, meet all these high level people. And that's what you pay. So my perception was like, whoa, this is so much money. Like for me, it was huge. And not understanding that for the business, they could potentially make hundreds of thousands of euros or even millions if they would take that opportunity. So I thought I had to be a certain way, right? You have to be dressed in a certain way. You have to behave in a certain way. And for the first month in that job, not month with an S, like several months, I would not allow myself to love with a client, to have some fun, to have some small talk. I would write, go right into the pitch. I would do like the business thing. And, you know, it, there was no fun in the conversation at all because I was so focused on that high money amount that I thought I had to be like super professional, like let alone sharing a private information of some kind. Mm -hmm. And over time, because... You know, I could see successful colleagues. They were having fun on the phone and it was just a different world. And over time, I could slip into that kind of conversation. I, I put it on my agenda. This week, I want to have at least one laugh with a client on the phone. And it felt not natural at all. But when I understood, like, the, the more I practiced, the more I opened up just how I would talk with a colleague or with a friend, the easier it became, right? Because my perception of how I would have to be asking for that kind of money and who I was just didn't fit, right? I didn't see myself at this high level of success. Like they were CEOs, they were managing directors, they were uh, owners of companies, bigger companies. Who was I? I just started that sales job. So when you allow yourself to not judge, and just to be a human being, life is much easier, <laughs> right? The rest is just the title. Also, these people, they get up in the morning, right? They're, you know, they might not have the best day. They might have a bad hair day. They might have some worries. Something mm -hmm. didn't work out. They're just humans like you and I. So mm -hmm. don't get caught up in how you have to be. Just be who you are. And whoever loves it, they will be drawn to you. They, they can't wait to buy from you because they just love what they experience. Why, when you try to be someone you are not, there's always this, I don't know, there's this feeling around it, right? People can just sense it. They can smell it. Like something is off with that person. And you are doing all the hard work. You put all the effort in to portray something because you think you have to be this person. And then when you let go, like, it, you know, such a weight goes off of your shoulders. So I just want to invite people to be totally themselves and not to fear anything. Like the worst thing is the client says no. So what? Might not have been your 
soulmate client anyway. How did you lose your fear of cold calling? I mean, for going from a shy girl, you know, not liking sales, going to, I mean, cold calling is like the highest, most feared action in sales, right? Yeah, I, I didn't know so, that, right? <laughs> so I, I wouldn't say I was shy. I was pretty confident. I. Mm -hmm had ideas of what I didn't want. I, I wasn't as clear as I'm now in my life, that's for sure. But um, yeah, I I think I believed my boss who told me you can learn this. <laughs> and then I saw other people doing it and being successful. So at the beginning, I just pushed myself. You know, I'm pretty ambitious. If I decide I want to do something, then I want to do something. <laughs> so I just worked really, really hard. And I, you know, I, I learned, I practiced. And you know, then you have good conversations. And all of a sudden you think like, oh, that, that wasn't too bad. Like if I have another person like this, that could be kind of fun. Or wow, they just spent like 30 minutes with me on the phone or 45, right? Out of their day as a CEO. So I must have done a pretty good job. Otherwise, they would have hung up after a minute. So you, you know, you kind of practice. And I I always found that what if I didn't have a good day, right? Because the fear crept back in, or I just, you know, I didn't feel like, oh no, today I don't want to call anybody. Um just having a little game, like saying, okay, I'm going to call 10 people no matter what, and then I'm going to get myself a fresh hot coffee. And then maybe the fifth call is an amazing conversation. And from that moment onwards, you keep calling, right? That fear is gone because you just have proof of concept. This could be fun. So where's yeah. the person that's interested that you can send your offer to? And um, yeah, that can be as simple as that. Hmm. So I guess you go for the, for the no's until you get a yes and you just build up on that. It definitely. There is a really, really great book, Go For No, by Andrea Waltz and Richard Fenton. It's a small book. Um, beautiful story. And I, I actually interviewed her a while ago and somebody then called me and pitched me to be on my show said well i have a summer of 1000 no's so he put the whole months of august i believe it was he wanted to collect 1000 times the word no for his offers in one month um i believe it was a month maybe it was two um it was a rather short period of time just the summer that's a lot of calls it's a lot of calls. Well, he calls and also he, um, I think he sent some emails, but it was fascinating because, you know, we had the conversation um, when he had just started and then we had the conversation when he had finished his project and he gained so much more business just by, you know, kind of challenging the fear of getting a no that, yeah, he had a, his best business summer ever. Very nice. Very interesting. I mean, I mean, as soon as you get, you get past the nose and they, they, they don't really mean much to you. Yeah. And no is a no. And a yes is in the easy as a yes. It's not like changing our world. It's not changing my lifestyle. Someone said, no, okay, they're not interested. I'll keep going until I get a yes. And I find someone that actually is interested in my 
products. So for those of you who are watching or listening, my guest is Christine Shalonsky, and uh, she's a sales master, and we're talking about how to sell with ease, grace, and confidence while being authentic. Now, Christine, ha uh, as per the topic of our show, what does it take for a business owner to become confident with sales? Yeah, such a great question. I think you become confident when you practice, when you put in a lot of effort to really master this game, the art of selling, because you will, on the way of all you knows, you will collect so many positive experiences that you did not expect that this builds up your confidence, right? I did about, um, so I was in the job for um, 12 years, a little bit over 12 years, and I approximately did about over 80,000 cold calls. Wow. Right? So that's a number, right? Every day you just, I mean, if you break it down, it's like 25 calls a day or something. So it's it's not that much um, because if you would, take a realistic number it's like really um so if you practice if you keep going if you have a goal and if you have a purpose right this if you are a coach and you call someone and you know exactly they need your support and if they don't need it you know they will run in circles or this thing will happen and this will influence not just them, but their families, their friends. Like it's always this ripple effect that if we do not give that special gift we have, like if you, if you, Mustafa, don't support your tribe, like where would they be? Completely mm -hmm. planless, no clarity, stuck. Um, so they need what you have. So if you would not sell, like that would be awful, wouldn't it? Absolutely. So yeah, really getting confident with every step of the way. And then if you have a day where you feel like you rather sit at home in front of a fireplace with a hot chocolate and don't talk to anyone, well, you have two choices, like take the day off <laughs> or remember all your amazing clients and how they came to you through your call. And then think again and make a new decision. Absolutely. I, I think having that responsibility or holding yourself responsible to serve people and yeah. go out there and go out of your way, despite the toughness and the roughness of this entrepreneurial path where you will face with a lot of no's, some yeses. If you can make peace with that, you can run a business. Or if you're willing to make peace with that, you can run a business. But if you're not, you're going to have a very hard time mm. running a business. Uh, so. What would you say for someone that is just getting started? They are, they, 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 they kind of see themselves that they can do it. They don't have enough experience, but they have that fear of, oh my God, what's going to happen if I call this person? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just think about all the amazing ways that you can support that person if it's the right person, right? If hopefully you did some research and you didn't just, call or started to call random people. Um, so we get really, really clear on what you will do for them and put yourself in their shoes, right? If I'm in the desert and I'm thirsty and you come along and you offer me a bottle of water, 
I'd be so happy that you are there. Right? So really think about you might support a person that has never ever talked about that challenge that might be stuck for a long time and they don't know where to go to, what to do. And even if you're new in the business, you believe in your gifts. You know what you can do. You feel it. So my invitation is just don't approach the call with, I have to sell something. Just approach a call with, I'm going to share with that person what I'm up to in my business. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to have the conversation. And if it's a fit, then I make an invitation so they can buy something. And if it's not a fit, hey, I learned a little bit about that person and I might be able to send them to someone else or to give them a great tip that will change a part of their life. So if you approach it from the service or the yeah service-based, mm -hmm. that's so much easier than when you go, I have to sell. Like this person, I hope this person buys for me. I hope they say yes. Don't don't go for the hope, right? Just Love know it. you are amazing and then just do what you have to do to help others. Absolutely. I love the fact that, that what you did, the way you described, like we're out there to help. And I'm just reaching out to see if this is something you would like. And we're not trying any sleazy sales techniques or, you know, getting pushy and trying to manipulate people. None of that stuff. Just reach out. I have this to offer. Are you interested? Yes. No. Or tell me more. You tell them more. Okay. And then once you tell them more, you ask them, does this interest you? Can I continue? And you just, you know, with their permission, and then you just keep going. What are some of the top mistakes that people make around sales? I, I think they, they center on themselves. They stay with their fear instead of coming from the place of service and just being with the other person. And they don't listen. Hmm. So um, anxious <laughs> that they keep talking. Right? They just don't. They're, they're, they don't get quiet. It's like, la, 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 and, they, and I do this and this and this and this. And they don't listen. They don't give the other person the space. So don't worry what you're going to answer next. Don't worry what is the next question of that person going to be. Just open the space. And if you don't have an answer, be okay with it. You can say, well, I'm sorry. I don't have an answer for that, but let me find out. Hmm. Right? Don't stress yourself. It's just a conversation. So hold the space. Be at ease with the situation and just connect. And you will know how you can serve that person or if you can serve that person. And then you just take them along and show them how they can work with you. Absolutely. Gang, for those of you who are watching or listening, if you have any questions or comments about what we talk about, feel free to comment on our podcast uh, in a format of a review or ask a question and we'll make sure to get back to you and or uh, if you're watching this live make a comment uh, as you're watching and we'll make sure we answer your questions as we're uh, going through now um, tell me about your uh, target audience who do you serve and how do you serve them so i serve heart-centered ambitious entrepreneurs who really love what they do, right? They are super excited about their, yeah, what they do, not their job, but the things they bring out into the world. They know it has impact for other people. 
And I, I, I really help them to step into that confidence to sell with ease and grace, to be authentic in the process, and also to ask their price, right? Because so many, as I said earlier, they totally undersell and overdeliver. So I work with people a lot on the mindset so they can let go of fear and they can step into their um, power zone where mm -hmm. they are authentic, where they start to enjoy the conversations and where they also can ask a price that reflects the value they are giving to the market. That's another big problem, the, oh. the, the setting the price, because a lot of people undersell and undervalue what they deliver. Yeah. Hmm. And so how do you help these people? So how do I help them? Well, um, I have a podcast where I inspire people. <laughs> okay. So that's like the easy peasy way. What's the name um, of your podcast? It's called Heart Cells. And then um, I do workshops. One is the Heart Cells Magic, where I take people through my um, power formula. So it's a five-step formula uh, where they can let already go of, of fear and get excited about sales and do the first steps into the right direction. And then I have a group coaching program and I work with people one-on-one. -on -one. And for like a little bit more generic, I have um, a membership, a community where we get together, like it's a global community um, and it's to empower people, to give them accountability, uh, networking opportunities and so on and so forth. Love it. So I understand that you have a program or a course coming up uh, here in the next few weeks. Can you yes. tell us about that? Yeah, I'd love to. It's a heart sells magic. So we create magic together in five days. And um, I will do a, um, basically um, a Zoom call each and every day where I give you guys content. So um, the power formula is P for the past, O for opportunities and outcome, W for your why, E for the emotions, and R for results. So I will lead you through that and give you tips and advice on how you can implement it in your life to make your sales so much easier and to enjoy it so much more. Love it. And what are the dates uh, for these uh, program coming up? Yeah, we start on the 25th and then it's um, each and every single day. There's a segment that I will teach live. Uh, yeah, teach live. And then afterwards, I will also answer questions so that people can move forward and don't get stuck. Beautiful. So if you're watching and you or listening and if you want to work on improving your sales skills and techniques in your mindset, and if you maybe want to reduce your fear of sales and tap into the wisdom of Christine and to the collective wisdom of the community that she's putting together to work on your sales skills because it is perhaps the most essential business skill that any business owner must have. Um, check out the link. I put it in the um, comments of the show if you're watching live and we put it in the show notes as well later so you can check it out and uh, sign up and ask her questions and you know tap into that knowledge. 80 guys. Her knowledge and her expertise comes from 80 a minimum of 80,000 cold calls. I don't know I don't know very many salespeople that actually walk the talk that she is. A lot of people claim to be many things, but they can't really back it up with their action. 
80,000 cold calls is major. So it's not, uh, you know, coming from a guy that read a book and says, oh, you know, I'm, I'm an awesome salesperson. I'm going to teach you how to do it. She actually has got the experience to back it up. Yeah. And also one thing I think is kind of important, like surviving in a, you know, high pressure sales environment. It was one job, right? I didn't jump companies or teams or anything. So that's, I think that's another important factor. So to see how that quality kind of goes through or all the end, all the way to the end. Beautiful. Now, Christine, what are some of your favorite books that you have read or books that you usually recommend to people? What are your top two or three books? Yeah, that, love it. So the book that made a huge difference for me when I talked about being authentic earlier, right, really stepping into who I was, a book that has helped major, major, major um, with that aspect um, is The Go-Giver by Bob Burke and John David Mann. If you don't mm -hmm. have a book, you need to know the book, right? Yep. It's, like, it's just like, how can you survive without reading that book? So the, the book is amazing and it made a huge difference um, in my sales conversations and then showing up the way I show up. Mm -hmm. And then the other book I just I just love, I love when things are kind of wrapped into nice stories. I, I know there are all these practical, great business books, but a book that really is going to touch your heart is um, The Greatest Salesman by Org Mendino. It's a small little book. When I ordered it from Amazon, I was actually disappointed when I unwrapped it. I was like, huh, such a small book. Like, what can be in this book? But I tell you, you will start it and you will not be able to put it away. It's amazing. I give it to all my one-on-one -on -one clients. When they start with me, they all get this little present to start with. And everybody has loved it so far. So I'm sure you enjoy that a lot. What's another book for you? Give What's me a third one. Uh, there's so, so many books. Um, you talk about all the time. You think everybody should read? Maybe someone that made a massive impact for you? Well, you, you know, The Go-Giver is actually a whole series. So I, I, I read all of them. Uh -huh. um, and they have uh, there's one on leadership. And, um, you know, that that was a book when, you know, when I started to be my my own boss, enjoying my freedom, um, I ordered the book and I actually realized I, I started reading it at night. I just thought, you know, I'm going to read a chapter. But then I read till I was till I was finished, like till the last page. I could not put it down. And when I finished it, I had a look at the clock. I was like 3.30 in the morning. And I thought, yeah, now I know what really like the freedom piece Right. I don't need to get up in the morning to go somewhere to some job. Right. I have my day how I want it and I can read all night if I want to. So I think that's that's a book that's also really worth picking up. There's another one called What was the title again? Um, it's also the Go Giver Leader, something with leader. So it's it's four books. Um, the red one you need to start with, that's the go giver. Then the green one, um, which is also a great book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a go-giver, sell more. Mm -hmm. That was a green one. Get the red one first so you kind of know the story, you know the idea. Even though they go separately, I, you know, it's great to have them in that sequence. And then there's a purple and the blue one. And I think the blue one might be the last one. Huh? Don't really remember. Sorry. I can look it up for you and 
and send you an email. <laughs> I have read the Go Giver probably five or six times. Yeah, if not more. The 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 red book is absolutely amazing. I've read the green book, and those are the two that I've read. But the Go Giver, the first one is on my top three for yeah. sure. Yeah, Go Giver and Go Giver Leadership, I think. So yeah, they're all just wonderful. Hmm. Now, Christine, if you had a Facebook ad or an ad that everyone on the internet could see, Ooh. what would your message be? What would my message be on that ad? Well, probably sales is love, and everybody would think like, "What?" They probably would click this guy. <laughs> like, no way! Like, let's check out that crazy person. Love it, love it. Sales is love. Yeah. Explain what what you mean by that. Well, you know, when you really tap into giving and serving the other person, you actually realize you care, right? You care, like you love them. And by sharing your love, sales becomes love because you can only share your love, you can only share your gifts after they said yes to you. So what do you have to do? You have to sell something. So sales is actually love because then they come into your world and you get that amazing opportunity to serve them, to help them shift, transform, have a better life, be happier, be more successful in business, whatever you do, right? They get that piece of you. You are sharing your energy. You are sharing your lifetime. You, you are sharing your love. So love it. sales is love. Yeah, you have to reach deep and serve people and and if you approach it from a position of serving and supporting you've got to have the love to do that and if you don't have it you're gonna have a very hard time mm, yeah i think i love your explanation there life though <laughs> what's that but i think that's true for everything in life absolutely love what you do it's really wasting your time absolutely <laughs> is there anything that you would like to talk about that maybe we didn't go over that you would like to mention or talk about? Well, I just would love to remind people that they have everything they need, right, within them. So when they are afraid, when they lose confidence, when they might have the thinking, well, who am I to do this? Am I worthy? I just want to let you know that you are. Each and every single one of us is unique. And that's not, you know, that that it's not in like an arrogant way or something. You are unique. Like you grew up in one spot on this beautiful planet. You did go to school. You did whatever you did. But there is no other person who has exactly done the same. Even if you're twins, right? You have different experiences. And all these experiences add up to making you absolutely unique. So when you understand that this is not about, oh, this person is better or this person is less. No, we are all unique. And if you understand that you can give that gift and mm -hmm. however you express it, maybe you are, you know, maybe you're a business coach, maybe you're a health coach, maybe you're a consultant or you are a healer or creative, maybe you wrote a book, right? You are very, very special and just realize that. So when you approach another person to offer your gifts, there is no 
one else out of the I don't know how many billions we are right now right now nine billion or whatever there is no one else like you and I think that's pretty amazing hmm. so do your job right do what you're here for go out and and serve you know there's a saying like hurt people hurt people and I thought about that a very long time when I heard it the first time I was like ha huh? okay that's a play on words but when you think about it Hurt as in H-U-R-T? Yes, hurting. Hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Exactly. Like when you think about that, like the person that snaps at someone, the person that, I don't know, hits someone, the person that whatever they do, when you look at them, they've been hurt and they just share what they have experienced. So I always say, and happy people make people happy. So now you choose in which world do you want to live? Because if you can share your gifts with the world, if you can have that impact, if you can help other people to have a better life, to hurt less or to stop the pain, the world is a better place. One mm -hmm. person at a time. So what can you contribute? And that's totally, you know, egotistical because if the world around you is much better, you will definitely benefit. So think think about that and really let it think in about your uniqueness, your beauty, and what you can do with what you have so that everybody is better off. Absolutely. Love it, love it, love it. One question before we wrap up, and this is actually, we've talked about it, we touched on it, but how do you deal with an unfriendly prospect? Someone that is a total jerk and they just don't show you a good time. How do you deal with that? Well, you know, as we just covered, hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. So maybe the person, I always approach it like this, you know, especially when you cold call, you show up in people's lives. Like you didn't get an invitation, right? You kind of knocked on the door, so to speak, because you picked up the phone, but they might have just lost a client or maybe, you know, their wife just told them, well, they had enough of that relationship or maybe their child flunked school or college or they lost money. You don't know in what kind of situation you're getting yourself into. So just be prepared that this is just a moment, it probably has nothing, not probably, it has nothing to do with you. You are just in the moment where you get that anger, right? Or maybe they have been called a week before they have invested in something and now they, you know, kind of were ripped off and now you're another person cold calling. So just understand it has nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with your value with your self-worth with who you are um just be friendly wish mm -hmm. them all the good i mean if they have hung up you know you wish them all the good and you release them you hang up and you call the next person love it love it love it love it um, for those of you who are watching, my guest here is Christine Shlonsky, and she is a sales trainer, and she focuses on serving heart-centered entrepreneurs 
become better uh, with their sales skills. Her program coming up is Heart Sells Magic, or ma is it magic or magics? No, it's it's magic. Yeah, it's a All five right, Heart Sells Magic. Uh, if you are interested in growing your sales or become better at sales and improving your sales skills, check it out. It's coming up on January 25th. It's a five-day program, and the link is in the show notes or in the live show notes. Thank you, Christine. This has been an amazing uh, conversation. I really appreciate you and your expertise. And um, uh, I hope one day I will join your program myself. Awesome. Thank you so, so much for all your great questions. I really had a wonderful time, Mustafa. Likewise. So for those of you who are watching or listening, one of the ways that we help our, our audience grow and scale and become more profitable and boost their confidence along the way is by creating a one-page marketing plan. It is a time of year where people set goals and they have big ambitions for 2021, but without a plan to get there, your chances of actually getting there are smaller. And so knowing exactly what you want and exactly how you're gonna get there improves your chances of success by about 40 times. So join us and a group of committed heart-centered entrepreneurs on the weekend of January 22nd. We're gonna spend three days to get clarity about our plan, know exactly what we're gonna do and set the one-page marketing plan to grow and scale the business and reach our goals in 2021. I'm gonna put the, uh, the sign-up page uh, and the link on the show notes and in the comments of the chat if you're watching or listening. It is persia.com uh, slash join dash SMF. The link is there, and uh, we're looking forward to serving and supporting you. Thank you for joining us A Simple uh, Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, and thank you, Christine, for joining us again, and we'll see you on our next episode. Bye now.